Good evening, everybody. It's time to begin our service this evening. Tonight we'll have one song, then David will have announcements, uh, two more songs, and then Chris will have our devotional. Our first song tonight is number 898, Unto Thee, O Lord, 898. If you would, let's stand for this song, please. Unto thee, O Lord, here I lift up my soul. Unto thee, O Lord, here I lift up my soul. O my God, I trust in thee. Let me not be seated. Well, good evening, church family. A couple of announcements before we have our devotional. Uh, we have a lot going on this week, um, uh, all through, all the way till Sunday. So uh, please put uh, these in your calendars or, or, or have something to write them, these dates and times down. Uh, this Friday will be uh, Steeler and Mason's uh, last home game, and they play Chesapeake, um, which is the rival, but the senior night there at Fairland High School. So Steeler and Mason will be our two seniors going across the field that day, plus more, but, you know, our, our two brothers in Christ. Uh, so I encourage you to come out for that, and it will be our last fifth quarter um, from 9.30 to 11.30 that day. <clears throat> Trunk or Treat is also this Saturday from 7 to 8. So Trunk or Treat, if you have little ones, bring them all dressed up. Um, Rick, you come in Trunk or Treat? Yeah. I was going to see what kind of candy you're bringing. I was going to ask. But bring lots of candy for all the kids. Uh, we usually have probably about 200 
uh, kids here. It's a lot of fun. Um, this to see all the little kids dressed up, and then we uh, were passing out hot dogs outside as well that day as well. So should be a lot of fun. Um, also, on October 23rd, uh, it will be the Father and Son Day at Leap's Cabin at 1 o'clock. I, I believe that is from 1 to 3. Um, so all the Father and Son are welcome to that. Uh, there will be fishing, and also you can cook some s'mores as well. So it should be a lot of fun. And then next Sunday will be October 30th, which I cannot believe October will be over then. Um, October 30th will be our potluck. We'll have um, our, our potluck meal, and then we'll have 1 o'clock service. There will be no 6 o'clock service that evening. Um, and then we'll have our lost my place. Okay, there I am. Um, and then at 5.30, since we're not having 6 o'clock service at 5.30, if you're wanting to meet here at the church um, at 5.30, Chris will be driving the bus to uh, um, Everone's, and then from Everone's, because they have really good pizza, and you, every time you go there, uh, Sarita, you have to get there, eat there. And uh, so we're going from walking across the street to the pumpkin house after that, and then going to Austin's if we're not too cold. And I don't know what the weather's going to be like next Sunday, but uh, that should be a lot of fun. So I do encourage everybody to come to that, and that's for any, that's for all ages who want to come to that. And also on the 30th as well, Life Group Three, that's Jeremy and Dickie's group, will be meeting at Joe's Pond. Um, so that should be a lot of fun. Uh, it, please bring chairs, dress. It will be outside, so please dress warmly. Will we be fishing, Joe, or just campfire? Yes. So there will be fishing and campfire. So that should be a lot of fun. So all Life Group 3 is to encourage that. And if you're not really sure what Life Group you're in, there's flyers out in the foyer table. Please grab one so that way you know which Life Group you are in. And then November 4th through the 5th uh, is Fort Hills Youth Rally. There's a sign-up sheet on the foyer board uh, for that. So if you have a child that wants to go to Fort Hill Youth Rally, we'll be taking the church bus to that and staying overnight. Um, and that's the 4th through the 5th. So please sign your child, up, child before uh, you leave this evening. Updates on our prayer list. Remember, continue to keep uh, uh, Amber Spritzer. Spitzer and uh, Jennifer Baker in your prayers as they go through cancer at this time. Remember, continue to keep Gary Leap's brother in your prayers, Terry, as he's going through his uh, cancer treatment. And also, remember, continue to keep Gail Hewitt. Uh, she has a blood clot in her leg. And um, Aiden Hustle, um, he was at St. Mary's. I don't know if he's still there or not. He's out. Okay, he's out at St. Mary's, but he's struggling right now. And and uh, please pray for the parents and, and Aiden as well, because you know how some of us parents can get. Uh, that's our biggest fear when our child gets sick. So keep him in your prayers. That's all the announcements I have. Is there anything else I may have missed? All right, it's time to go to God in prayer. Our gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we are so thankful and blessed to be able to come here this evening, Lord, to learn more about your word. Lord, we ask you to be with our teachers, Lord. Be with them as what they studied and help us to be more like you in our everyday lives so that way your light continues on shining in our communities, Lord. Lord, we ask you this time to continue to be with our elders and the decisions they make, Lord. Please grant them the wisdom they need through your word. 
that they will always follow your word, Lord, and never stray from it. Lord, we ask you this time to continue to be with our deacons and the work that they do here, Lord. Lord, we ask you to be with our sick, be with Amber and Jennifer and Terry as they deal with their cancer and Jim, as, they, as all those people deal with their cancer. Just be with the, the doctors who are treating them, be with their family members, Lord. Give them the strength that they need, Lord. We ask you this time to be with Gail and, and Aiden and so many more that are sick at this time, Lord. Just be with their families, Lord, and, and give them the strength to get better, Lord. Lord, we ask you this time to also continue to be with, with our widows and our shut-ins, Lord. Just be with them. Let us be an encouragement to them, Lord. Let us think of them on a daily basis, Lord. Let us visit them. Let some car let them know that we're thinking of them, Lord. Lord, we ask you this time to still continue to be with our youth here at Rome. Lord, And Lord, we know that some of them are struggling at this time, Lord, and, and, and Lord, just be with them. Help us to help them, Lord. Let them always use your word for guidance and a path in their own lives, Lord. Let them never stray from your word. Lord, we ask you this time to, to be with us as we study your word. Let, let's apply to our lives personally. Lord, and we ask you this time to say thank you. Most of all, thank you for sending your son died on the cross for us, Lord. We thank you for your love and your grace that you have so richly blessed us with, Lord. Lord, be with us now and the rest of this week and keep us safe. It's in Jesus Christ's name we do pray. Amen. Our next song this evening is number 977. 977, the battle belongs to the Lord. In heavenly honor will enter the land, the battle belongs to the Lord. No weapon that fashioned against us will stand, the battle belongs to the
Our last song before the lesson this evening is number 315. 315, I'll live in glory. I'd like to stay longer than man's allowed a day and watch the pretty changes of life's uneven way. But if my Savior calls me to that sweet home on high, I'll live with him forever in glory by and by. Oh, yes, I'll live in glory by and by. I'll tell and sing my story. song of invitation is number 389 let him have his way with thee just advance to the next slide good evening i don't know about you but when i buy something on amazon i read the reviews and down at the very bottom the customer reviews right every now and then you'll find uh, one that says well this product just didn't work right and you'll think well it's because you're using it wrong and then you'll find some reviews later on that are saying, well, it's faulty because this is happening. You think, well, maybe it is, maybe it's not. And then four or five comments down, you'll find still more reviews that say, oh, it has this, this problem. Then you're, you're in the know, right? Then you realize, oh, there probably is something legitimately wrong with this product in this way. But sometimes people just kind of lead you astray sometimes, don't they? Like now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there it is. You're catching everything tonight. Man. So, right? So, uh, I found this review on Amazon. Uh, and you, you can see it. I'll, I'll let you look at it and ponder about it for a minute or two and see if you can figure out what's happened. Right? That's what I did, too. Uh, so... If you can't read it, it says, absolutely gutted. This guy's from the UK. Uh, and so he, he says, absolutely gutted. 
I've just sat down and blown up all the letters to find that the extra D is uh, that the D is missing, but been replaced with an extra A. It's my daughter's birthday tomorrow, and now I won't be able to decorate it as planned. Not happy at all. I'm sure he's not, but by this point, you've probably already realized what's going on, right? He's just not paying very much attention, is he? Uh, and so I hope his daughter's birthday wasn't ruined, but I think there's a valuable lesson for us to learn here. Interestingly enough, three people found that helpful. <laughs> Did you notice that at the very bottom? Three people were like, oh, good point. So like they did what I do all the time, and they read through several of the reviews, and they were swayed by this one. And they thought, I'm not going to buy this product because they don't come with all the letters, right? This guy swayed, right? It's sad. This guy swayed some of these people into not buying the product. Now, flip over to 1 Corinthians 11. 1 Corinthians 11. What does this have to do with faith? Well, is your life... An accurate representation of Christ. This guy didn't accurately review the product, did he? He wasn't paying a whole lot of attention, was he? And so his review was not an accurate representation of the product. Is our lives, as Jesus' ambassadors here on earth, are our lives accurate representations of his life? Or might he be ashamed of who we are? Listen to what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1. He says, be imitators of me as I am of Christ. That's a pretty simple concept, isn't it? You probably have that verse memorized, and maybe your mind went immediately. Maybe you repeated those words in your head when I said 1 Corinthians 11, 1. Maybe some of you were thinking, ah, oh, follow me as I follow Christ, right? We understand the concept, but it's much more difficult to do than to say, isn't it? Some of us have gotten stuck up on the saying part. We're really good at saying it. Not so good at following through. It's hard. It's hard to follow through. It's easy to say. But even beyond that, when we come to Christ, we think it's difficult to follow Him, right? And sometimes you'll hear people say, "Well, what what about this? Can you can you love like Jesus loved?" And you're like, well, I can't walk on water either. Like there's a lot of things that he did that I, I'm just I'm. It's going to be a faulty representation, and so Paul here does something that's really great for us. He says, "You follow me. You imitate me, because I'm imitating Christ. And in as much as I imitate Christ, you imitate me in that way." He's giving us something that we can grab a hold of. There, isn't he? He's giving us an attainable goal. You might view. Christ as something that is unattainable. I can't, I can't live up to that. Well, Paul says, I can. In, in some instances and in, in a variety of ways, I can. I, I am imitating him. And so can you. It's not an unattainable goal, but it's something we need to work on, isn't it? You don't get to this point early on in your life. This is something that you work to achieve. This is something you make sacrifices to have, right? This kind of Christ-like personality, this, this opportunity that we've been given to follow him. And so do we love like he loves? That's a pretty high standard, isn't it? Because he sacrificed himself to show us what love means. That's a difficult standard for us to match up to, isn't it? Are we kind like he was kind? Because when 
people mocked him, and as they were hurting him, and as they were crucifying him, he asked the Father to forgive them. That's difficult, isn't it? As we try to live our lives, and people sometimes throw stones at us or hurt us, or that old saying, sticks and stones can hurt my bones, but words will never hurt me. That person must have never had uh, taunts hurled at them or nasty things said to them or someone talked behind their back. Those words can and do hurt us, don't they? And so when that happens to us, do we react like Christ reacted? Do we imitate him? Or do we fall short? Well, sometimes we fall short, don't we? But that's, that's the standard that we're trying to match up to. We're imitating him. We're trying to make our lives an accurate representation of him so that when he comes back or when we meet him, that he'll say, well done, good and faithful servant. Those are the words that we're longing to hear. Those are the words that we're sacrificing everything to hear, right? And so we try to love like he loves. We try to be kind like he is kind. We try to Think like he thinks. In Philippians 4, Paul talks about a variety of things. Uh, whatever is honorable, whatever is lovely, whatever is uh, true. You think on those things. And that's a standard that he's setting for us. And we need to think like he thinks. That's a difficult thing. Is our lives, are our lives accurate representations of Christ or are we missing something? Like this reviewer missed something. It's a question we're going to have to struggle with, isn't it? And it's not a question you answer tonight. It's a question you answer every day for the rest of your life. Is my life, what I'm doing right now, is that an accurate representation of Christ? When other people look at my life, are they seeing Him? Maybe a, a bad copy, but are they seeing Him? said that my life is the only Bible some people will ever read. That's becoming more and more true as our culture walks away from Scripture. And as we become less and less aware of what Scripture says, God's people have an opportunity to stand up and stand in the gap and say this is who Jesus is by our lives and the way we talk, by the way we live, by what we love, by what we do. Our lives are increasingly becoming more representative of who Jesus is. Are we doing it well? Or would he be ashamed of us? <coughs> That's the question we struggle with on a daily basis. And so tonight, if you're struggling and you want to make things right, we would love to pray with you and for you that you can be who God would have you to be. If you've not been baptized into Christ, that's a decision that you can make tonight and have your sins washed away and become a brand new creation inside of him have a defense against all the things that Satan tries to throw at us. If you have any need tonight, won't you come as we stand and sing? Would you live for Jesus and be always
Father in heaven, as we come before you this evening, we pray that what we have said and done here and the thoughts that were shared with us, that we received them and, and tested them and applied them uh, to our lives and to ourselves. We pray, Father, that as we struggle each day to uh, become more like Jesus, to become more like you in the love that we have for others and in, in all of those traits and characteristics that he laid out for us so clearly in in your word we pray father that we will study who jesus was and what he was and attempt to mold our lives after him we pray father that as we leave at this point and go to our classes that we will center our thoughts on the things that are said and done there that we will uh, have benefited from having been here and have increased in our knowledge of your word we ask this prayer in jesus name amen